Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Joining me this evening, I've got singer-songwriter, uh, dream pop artist. Um, he makes music of his own, and he also collaborates in other with other musicians. Um, he plays in with Abby Jean, right? Yes. Yeah, still playing with Abby Jean. And uh, yeah, he's got a very soothing uh, bedtime story type voice. Um, I could listen to him sing all night long, and I'm excited to uh, talk to him about his music, his passions, and why he does what he does. Michael Sodnik, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Uh, cheers to that. Oh, yes, cheers. <laughs> yeah, what, what are you drinking in there? There. It is a uh, New Glarus Staghorn Oktoberfest, I believe. Yeah. I, yeah. Oktoberfest is real good. I haven't had, oh, yeah. I haven't had any yet this season. It's uh, coming up though, so yeah. it'll be in. Uh, hopefully, it'll be in stock at uh, your local corner store, right? Could be sold out. You know, things are selling out left, left and right, so you never know. I should probably go get some then. <laughs> the toilet paper, the beer, everything is. Uh, it's going. It's, it's going. Gone. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, how was your day today? What'd you do? It's been going good. I am uh, currently mastering an album for a close friend of mine. Um, so it's in the beginning stages. Uh, so yeah, going pretty good. Just just chilling, staying, uh, staying healthy. Good. Uh, are we allowed to know whose album it is? Um, he goes under the name Colstrand. Um, he's released a couple albums before, or several albums actually. Um, so yeah, on Spotify, Bandcamp, you can find them. Yeah, he makes really, really chill music. Oh, very cool. Awesome, man. Well, yeah. that's that's exciting. We, we love new music. We can't get enough of it. Um, right. yeah. Also a COVID thing. Like, I mean, it's been keeping us really busy with breaking and entering. Oh, yes. Absolutely. You're yeah. still uh, doing the shows, though. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for a while, I was hesitant with the idea of, like, doing it virtually, but... Mm -hmm kind of after a while like caved in and yeah honestly the conversations have just been have been fluid as always and it's been it's kind of nice that you and i don't have to leave our houses so oh yeah it's it's great that you can just conduct uh business as normal business as usual i should say yeah. so michael what we talk about on mr nice guy we examine love and fear passion and creativity and uh first time we met was about a year ago around this time um excuse me uh you uh had a gig uh at uh, bremen and i interviewed you a little bit uh after the show for breaking and entering and um yeah that was a that was a nice um intimate show there i believe it was on a thursday night i think so yeah i never i think that was the first time i ever played at the uh, good old Bremen Cafe. Oh, really? It's a chill vibe, though. I, I like got the kind of like basketball bleacher seating, and I dig that. Yeah. I had the old ledge, of course. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I saw you on stage again with Abby Jean this past February. Um, oh yeah. He's at Turner Hall. That was a good show too. Yeah, that was a that was a very chill show. Good turnout and uh, had a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, um, 
yeah, I do miss Abby. I would really, I'm trying to get her on the show, but I know she's really busy. <laughs> yeah, that'll be it. That'd be great, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but that was really fun. It was great to talk to her about what she's working on after the show. Um, so before we uh, talk about um, everything you're in cahoots with now, we'll have to take it back first. And, sure. uh, uh Michael, um, we'd love to hear first, where are you originally from? I am from Minnesota, Edina, Minnesota. Oh. So the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, yeah. Yeah, um, what brought you down here? Uh, my dad moved for a job opportunity here in the car business, been in the car business for 30 plus years. Um, he's retired now, but yeah, that's why we originally moved here. And uh, I've loved it ever since. I think it was the, a, great, a great location. Awesome. Um, how long has it been since you've been down here? I believe we moved down here in 2004, so 16 years. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's awesome, man. Um, yeah, I'm originally from the Chicago area. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, but I moved up here for college six years ago at UWM. Yeah. But no reason to leave. For no sure. Reason. Yeah. How do you do? You like uh, what do you like about Milwaukee? Um. It's just like, you know, being in, being from like the Chicago area, it's just so big and uh, it's kind of intimidating. Like just, you kind of, I feel like I wouldn't know where to start if like I wanted to infiltrate the scene there. Um, whereas Milwaukee, it's very easy to make friends and, uh, you know, I think that it's, you know, I just like the small city vibe where it's really easy to get to know people like the shows and events happening every week um and like you know i i mean it's not without its flaws for sure but i do excuse me i do think uh you know we've got some really really amazing talent and you know we've got some great venues and uh yeah, I don't know. I've just like made some really great friends here and I I kind of feel like uh devoted to it now. You know, it's like where I feel yeah. like if I if I left Milwaukee for like my own purposes, it would be selfish. Mm-hmm. But, but because I found so much of my own like career um career like ambition here, I feel like I owe my service to Milwaukee and its music scene and its people. Um, just because, you know, there's a lot you can learn from the folks here and, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We got such a diverse diversity and, you know, genres of music and cultures and just great to see all that come together. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Um, so when did, when did you start playing music? When did that kind of begin as a creative outlet for yourself? Well, it started playing, um, violin in the, in the orchestra, the school orchestra at a oh, young yeah at a young age, um, ever since fourth grade. And then I just kind of transitioned to guitar, kind of a sophomore year of high school, I would say. And um, yeah, just kind of put the violin down and, you know, began to play guitar. And uh, yeah, kind of found my voice through through that. Did you like, um, did you take voice lessons growing up? I did not, I, I was in, some choirs and 
stuff in church growing up, but uh, nothing too serious, no private lessons or anything like that. Oh, sure. Feel that. Um, yeah. Um, when did you start writing? Like, when did songwriting sort of get in the picture? I think the first year of college, I was starting to really kind of form some, form some songs and write a few albums that way. Yeah. And then maybe it started a little bit before, like in the senior year of high school as well. Mm, sure. Where'd you uh, go to college? Uh, MATC. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. Um, what did you like kind of start writing about? Like, I guess like what in, what in your, I mean, I'm sure it, you know, it obviously varies project to project, but like what has, what have been some of like your biggest like personal inspirations and like, you know, what you write about and how you write songs? I think a lot of it stems from, you know, love and, and heartbreak and figuring out what love is, you know, at a earlier age and, just kind of the evolution of that has been a, a, a big theme. And also the state of the world. And um, yeah, it varies, like you said, from project to project, but I guess that would be the main kind of inspiration. Totally. Um, so when did you, um, when was like your first time playing um, like out? Uh, how do you kind of start infiltrating the music scene here? Um, well, MATC actually had a uh, kind of opportunity to play at um, Mayfair Mall in, uh, in Tosa. Um, they let students uh, go there every, I think, like a weekly thing. And so I kind of, I, I think that was my first time I played, started gigging pretty consistently. And then people see you there and kind of leads to uh, other, other gigs and you meet people from the scene and network and go to other shows and meet as many people as you can. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, who, um, who were some of like the first people you started kind of playing with and networking with? Um, definitely, um, Jenna, Jenna Rattis. Shout out to Jenna. Shout out yep. to Jenna. <laughs> yeah, well, she, she, we hoped, yeah, yeah, we hoped she would be here, but another time. Yeah, and then my good friend Ben Bruns, and I, I guess those those two people uh, we played many gigs together, and that's kind of we formed a pretty strong musical bond. Um, led me to meet uh, Brendan Demet, um, Melissa Symes, who we also went to school with. Um, Shout out to all of them. Yeah, absolutely. They're all very very talented. Oh yes, yeah, very good friends. Um, which yeah, most of the people I met through school. So it's like this big kind of community that way, or it was a small community, but it feels like it's been great. Yeah, actually, I, um, the, how I met Melissa is because um, I'm really like, really, I'm good friends with the guys in Will Frang and the Goodland gang. Ah, yes. So that's how I met Melissa, but she, I like her solo stuff a lot too. Um, love electronic like experience yeah. a lot so melissa is doing really awesome stuff with san as well yeah good to see her going in her own direction for sure yeah definitely so i want to talk a little bit about some of your bodies of work that are out um <clears throat> so i'm going to pull up uh, spotify here 
Um, so, actually, no. Bandcamp. I'm going to pull it. Ah, very nice. <laughs> so, your first record, Love in the Moonlight, that was your first record, um, came out five years ago. And then you dropped Every Single Setting Sun. Um, tell me a little bit about that project and kind of like what your, where your head was at with that one. That was probably the first project that was done in a studio setting with a live band doing most of the, the baseline work. Uh, Love in the Moonlight was pretty much just me in the basement <laughs> doing everything with a few uh, collaborations. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a different experience and I remember writing a lot of the lyrics kind of there in the studio, which was a good challenge to um, see what I could come up with on the spot and just use that because I, I suffer from intense writer's block most of the time. So it's usually, you know, phrases come to me um, periodically throughout the week or months or years, or it could be, you know, writing a whole song in one day or all the lyrics in one day. So I think that was actually a really good way to kind of get out of that. A good challenge. Yeah, probably. Um, what are like some of your like musical influences, I guess? Yeah, I listened to uh, a lot of Wilco growing up. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was the last concert I went to before COVID. Which one was that? Wilco oh. at, at the Sylvie. It was the week. It was like the week of when all of like COVID and the pandemic really like oh. affected everything. And um, yeah, it was the Monday before. And I yeah. remember like Jeff Tweedy was making jokes about like, oh, I'm sick, but I'm not that kind of sick. um yeah but that was my last like big concert uh before covid but i love it how did you like it oh um oh it was great um i hadn't listened to wilco in a while Mm -hmm. so it was kind of a refresher of like you know yankee hotel foxtrot and like some of the earlier stuff from the 90s like they played a couple being there songs. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I mean, it was great to see them because I mean, I'm from Chicago, so like I just There you go. The Chicago yeah, band. I just kind of admire like their um I mean I like twangy indie rock, but yeah. I also just kind of like a lot of their um, you know, Jeff Tweedy's a fucking amazing songwriter oh yeah it's cool to see their progression from kind of the you know country stuff almost country stuff to more like experimental indie vibes yeah for sure yeah i went there i went uh 2012 or 13 when they played at the uh i'm blanking on the name the uh the riverside oh yeah it was a great show yeah they put on a a hell of a show Mm. yeah Mm. Totally. What else uh, was a big influence on you? I like the, you know, Ariel Pink and um, what else? Every time anyone ever asked me what I listened to, I was blurred. Ariel, <laughs> I love Ariel Pink. Yeah. Um, my favorite band is Animal Collective. Very nice. 
Yeah, and Ariel Pink, I know, was on Paw Tracks for mm-hmm. a while, and I got really into, like, a lot of that sort of, like, experimental, like, neo-psych. Yeah. And Ariel Pink is, man, he's so fucking weird, but I love him yeah. so much. But the jams are groovy. You gotta, you gotta admit, the jams are fucking groovy. Oh, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I haven't even, even really, because he's put out so much shit. Like yeah. in, the, in the 2000s. I haven't even listened to like his old stuff really, but. Yeah, I think he has over 40 or 50 plus albums. Yeah, dude, I don't have enough time for that. <laughs> I don't think, quite frankly, I don't think anyone does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a, man, that's a, that's a good influence to have, I feel though. Yeah, I think uh, that was more like high school days. Uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Jeff Buckley. Um, some of the punk rock stuff, Black Flag, yeah, um, yeah kind of all, all across the board, a lot of classical music, jazz. Yeah. yeah. The Cave and the Bad Seeds actually dropped a really good album last year. Oh, really? Um, I do really like Nick Cave's, like, gothic, tortured, pop sensibility. It's, yeah, he's great, too. I love Nick Absolutely. Cave. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and then tell me about Disconnected, the following uh, release of yours after Every Setting Sun. Yeah, that uh, single one of two that I released recently, that, those are both going to be on my uh, self-titled um, album whenever that gets released. I'm hoping for a, uh, a Christmas time or January release of that, maybe New Year's. So... Yeah, and I wrote those, and I finished uh, recording that on a trip in Los Angeles. I would uh, mix and go for a walk in Echo Park every day to see what it sounded like. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that was a good good time to vacation there and uh, release some music. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so, so it's, yeah, spend all your money, or all my money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is your money because you wrote the song, but my money is. Yeah, yes, that one, those two co- together are part of this new collection. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, uh, what do you have to say about this project that's going to be out and kind of like, yeah, what can we expect? Um, I think just a lot of kind of personal, personal songs and um, kind of doing a different approach musically for this one as well. Um, doing a lot of um, amped up guitar work, um, which has been kind of different in the past versus going straight into the, into the computer. Um, and just kind of a more sense of uh, atmosphere in the, uh, in the recording technique. Um, but yeah, just like a lot of uh, personal lyrics and kind of smooth jams. <laughs> Love to see that. Um, who, uh, who did you work with this album on? Uh, mainly just myself, my good friend, uh, Andres Provetti and uh, Jenna played bass on a lot of the tracks. Um, ben Bruns did some work on the drums as well. Um, yeah, and I'm still kind of uh, contacting people to collaborate with uh, vocally. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, well, we will, we're, I'm excited to hear it. Um, oh, thank you, sir. You, you're very welcome, sir. <laughs> sir. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> sir. Sir. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I feel like I, I tell you every single time I see you, but yeah, man, I just, I love your voice and I think you have oh, a really, God. yeah, I mean, I just think you have a really um, unique sound. Um, so I look forward to seeing kind of the full picture of what you've been working on. So well, I appreciate that. Here's mate. <laughs> um, how do you uh, get in cahoots with Abby Jean? Well, uh, Jenna and I got a call from uh, Mark Yancheski, uh, the guitar player, and she was just she was looking for some people to to jam with, some new guitar players. So we kind of started uh, jamming and developed a relationship with her and uh, ever since then we've just been having a good old time hell yeah man that's awesome yeah. um so um did you like um that that show earlier this year like um was that part of like a tour sort of thing uh the turner hall show yeah i think that was just the one-off I don't oh, think we did much touring. We played in the uh, at the Seventh Street entry um, a couple of months before that, um, but no, I don't think we. I don't think she toured. I think that that was the only show that I played with her for a while. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I yeah. See. Yeah. That, well, that would make sense. It was. I, I do remember it was kind of just this whole homecoming. Experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. From the West Coast. Yeah. I guess my uh, my last real question here is um, how uh, how have you been kind of like um, I mean quarantine has been obviously uh, it's been a mixed bag for many but yeah how are you um, excuse me um, finding ways to just navigate what's every like everything going on with quarantine and the pandemic like what are you doing to uh, kind of make something out of nothing here yeah it's been uh it's been difficult you know because i felt like after uh i played at winter school the, the festival in february um everything was kind of on a, a snowball and um the momentum was really good and ever since then it's been kind of uh grinding to a halt um but i've fortunately been able to work from home um, doing a lot of session work online for various people and making uh, some supplemental income that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been it's been pretty uh, pretty slow. But I got all the all the tools I need here, so that's that's been good. The inspiration though has been a little a uh, little bit uh, suppressed. Um, but you know, I think. Uh, I'll find some motivation here and there to, to keep going. So, and I think um, I am doing a tentative trip out on the East Coast to a, a cabin or like a, a lake house kind of vibe to uh, sit down and write some music and finish some albums up. So that should be a much needed trip. That'd be fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to kind of get away and um, have a new change of scenery. I think that's important. Yeah, definitely. My uh, girlfriend and I did that last weekend. We went to Door County. Oh, 
and no. uh, yeah, that was a really nice serenity to be immersed in after. Uh, well, in the weekend before we went to St. Louis, so kind of getting both a different city one weekend and then just a complete nature, like detachment from like a metropolitan feel. Yes. Really nice. Um, I think everyone needs to go in some woods right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's pretty necessary to clear, clear one's head for sure. Yeah, definitely. So you do, um, so I know you mentioned earlier you're doing mastering work. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've been a little slow to promoting it. I've been, trying to get my um, repertoire together. But this is the first kind of serious, kind of real world um, project that I've been working on just to get my uh, feet wet in the door. Um, But yeah, absolutely. Anyone that uh, needs some mastering work done, I am totally game. Um, How can, uh, how do you prefer folks contact you if they want to get in touch? Um, I think Facebook, just my Facebook page is a good, um, good, uh, contact source for sure. Or Instagram. Yeah. Word. Well, that's awesome, man. Uh, that's, uh, I, I've learned a lot about the, the, the mastering process and, uh, it's not to be overlooked, you know, it's. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Very vital portion, a very vital period of, you know, the release. Yes, to add that uh, extra sparkle and uh, crispness. Oh, that's right. It's like yeah. the seasoning on, on when you're cooking, you know, it's like adding the seasoning, you know, you don't want to just, you don't want to just uh, eat something that's just unseasoned and bland. Yeah, maybe it's a little salt and pepper, maybe a little Old Bay. Old or maybe bay. all three. Yeah. My, my personal favorite is... Uh, I use a lot of uh, Cajun seasoning and harissa. Ooh, I've never had that before. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, harissa is like a Middle Eastern sort of, like Mediterranean spice. Oh, okay. Um, I've been using that in a lot of my uh, cooking lately. But, um, yeah. I mean, everything, man, I last week I made a status on Facebook, like, where I asked people what their favorite seasonings were. Mm-hmm. And... It's um, it's it's a mixed bag. I mean, some people were. Everyone says garlic, and I I'm I fuck with garlic. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, yeah, garlic is very vital, but not so good with the uh, the classic breath, though. You know, not mm. gonna want to go to the to the symphony after eating some garlic. That's why I have ah. these hands. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah, I mean, I try to have a little bit of everything, like uh, Cajun, harissa, chili powder, cumin. Some cayenne, per- cayenne pepper. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I have cayenne, uh, some basil. Oh, yeah. We have a uh, sweet basil plant in our garden, and it's plentiful. So if you want some, let me know. <laughs> um, I might take you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, Michael Sodnik, it's been great to talk to you more about your artistry and, uh, yeah, just kind of where your head's at now. And, um, yeah, man, I look forward to hearing what you're working on and, um, 
yeah uh also great to grab a beer always great oh absolutely yeah likewise man thanks for uh having me on the show you're very welcome as we're closing out here tell me what keeps you up at night you know i guess recently just the the state of the world i think everybody you know there's a lot of people that display so much hatred and you know i think we all just need to love each other and you know have unconditional love for one another and you know i've been really been really uh losing sleep uh losing my appetite over what's going on in the world right now and uh if it's anything i could say to just love one another and listen and and uh, educate yourself i think that's very important yeah um, what uh what puts you to sleep uh, recently very uh strange i guess it's not that strange but um i found a uh a sound of uh the sound of rain playlist on spotify so i'll put that um very quietly in the background to kind of um simulate a nice rainfall at night and um also some asmr videos because they're quite quite uh quite great <laughs> oh yeah man totally like I used to listen to music while um, sleeping a lot more, uh, not as much recently because speaking of ASMR, I AC is good white noise. Oh yes, absolutely. But if we're talking sleep music, um, mm-hmm. I like to go with some like uh, some explosions in the sky is uh, a really good band, uh, post rock, you know just to, to kind of phase out too. Um, sometimes, honestly, sometimes like just some bright, happy indie pop music can relax me a lot too. Um, yeah. Do you do like the loud volume or like more of the soft volume while going to bed or do you? Uh, right around 50, right around 50. Very nice, a little yeah. halfway point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, thanks again, man, for being on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, for everyone watching, uh, check out Michael Sodnik, uh, streaming everywhere. We'll have uh, we'll be uh, keeping uh, tabs on this music uh, in the months to come. And uh, yeah, stay happy and stay healthy uh, through these times. Um, you know, uh, I think what what Michael said about listening and loving each other and educating yourself. I mean, it's the way of the world, and. Uh, you know, love is what is the ultimate, inevitable, conquering force of all things. So, yeah. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Cheers.